brand new episode of the internet's most hated mafia themed geek podcast long coat mafia podcast it is i the one the only reverend godfather aka the martinsburg madman aka this show's frontman and main host as our bonus anniversary retrospective episode series winds down and since we been using or i should say been sharing a lot of content from Previous year's Forest State Comic Con. Hey, what can I say? There's been a lot of content stemming from that convention. But how can I not walk away from all those episodes and not give you all one more stemming from a Forest State Comic Con? And that is our interview with the one, the only, Jesse L. Green. Now, a lot of you out there might be familiar with this gentleman from a lot of the independent movies he's done in his life. Not to mention there's a bunch of you out there that might recognize him from his independent wrestling that he does. He tends to, I think he travels all around the country in regards to uh, doing his thing as Captain Decapitate. And he's such a wonderful gentleman, such a polite gentleman. So I felt that I had to include the interview that we got from him a few years ago. I think it was like 2018, 2019. Either way, I felt like I I couldn't leave this series without including his interview. So either way, let me just say this. Hey, George, cue the music. We'll be right back with more of the Long Coat Mafia podcast. You're listening to the Long Coat Mafia. Capiche? Hello, everyone. I am here with... Jesse, a.k.a. Captain Mango, or is it uh, different pronunciation, but I know it's Mango. Captain Mango. Mango. Um, Now he's going by Captain Decapitate. So, um, first explain one name, then the other. Okay. um, I've been doing the, uh, I've been Captain Mango for probably 17 years now. I did bike shows, uh, a lot of things like that. That led into um, uh, One Day Walk On as a pirate zombie in Mills vs. Zombies, and now I've been uh, as an actor as Jesse L. Green. I, uh, I've been in 30 some movies, and one of the last movies I worked on was a movie called uh, Wrestle Massacre. And I got connected with a, a company called Outbreak Wrestling up in uh, um, Temple, Pennsylvania. And so now I'm a professional wrestling manager. Well, they wanted uh, they wanted me to be a, a heel, which is a bad guy. And I said, I can't make Captain Mango a bad guy. I've spent too many years putting the image out there, and I do stuff for kids and things like that. And um, so I came up with the uh, Captain Decapitate. That's kind of the, uh, the evil side of Captain Mango. So, uh, so I work for them as... as Captain Decapitate and a couple other uh, promotions. And then in West Virginia, uh, EPPW, they wanted me as a baby face. So I'm Captain Mango there. So uh, so both things are kind of working out for you. Yeah, yeah. And I'm not, and, uh, I'm not really sure which, uh, whether I'd, being a heel is fun. 
because you can get the crowd more more to hate you. But the thing I I don't like about that is when you uh, when you're walking around, little kids are putting their hand out to uh, shake your hand. Of course, you got to diss them, and I, I feel bad about that. But uh, as a as a face, I can go out and interact with the crowd and take selfies with them while the match is going on. So it's uh, I'm glad I can do both. But I have that balance. Yeah. But I will eventually at the at EPPW. I think I will eventually be do a turn. So. At one point. Yeah. And kind of transition to the Captain Decapitate. Captain Decapitate. Yeah. So at least you have that option for you. Um, again, why the uh, pirate persona, so to speak? What made you come up with? That started, that started way back. I've been a Jimmy Buffett fan for, oh, I have no idea how many years. And the tailgating, if you've never been to a Buffett concert, the tailgating is, uh, wow. You know, we'll get there at 8, 9 o'clock in the morning for an 8 o'clock concert that night. And I just got tired of setting up the tiki bars and, uh, you know, carrying the grills. And I wanted to put together an authentic pirate outfit. So it actually uh, started out for uh, Jimmy Buffett tailgating. And my, my only goal in life at that point was to um, be on the big screen at a Buffett concert. And I've done that. I know I've never met Jimmy himself, but uh, I know all the Coral Reefer band members. Um, and then because of going to concerts, I, I started going to, to Kenny Chesney concerts dressed up, and I've actually been on stage two times with Kenny now, and I wouldn't say we're friends, but um, we know each other, <laughs> and uh, so I went way beyond my initial, how you doing? Thank you. So I went way beyond what I ever thought of just being on the... Uh, Big, big screen, screen. the concert, yeah. So, Captain, in a way, Captain Mango helped you get into the acting persona. Was it your a separate interest, or did, was it something that? Well, I did. This uh, persona brought in, opened I, the door. Um, through the Captain Mango gig, I bought uh, a ninety thousand dollar custom built chopper called the Blue Pearl. So I started doing bike shows, and doing the bike shows, I had girls that worked with me as my. Uh, mermaids and winches and so I got to work with a got to do photo shoots with a lot of different models and there was a model um, Andrea Marie down in uh, DC that I did a photo shoot with we hit it off and she said you need to be in the movies and I said well hook me up so she got me a one-day walk on as a pirate zombie in Mills versus zombies I ended up working 10 weekends on that as 10 different zombies and like I said, I, I, I've lost count because there's, you know, in the movie business, there's always uh, some movies that aren't ever going to see the light of day and uh, for different reasons. But uh, I've probably been involved in 35 different movies off and on. I think we've, I first seen you like many, many, we already had this kind of discussion. The first time I've seen you was maybe about four years ago, give or take maybe five down at a local bar and uh, this is for the listeners uh, a local yeah. bar in Martinsburg called Dirty Dogs right uh, you, uh, you're doing the whole Captain Mongo and you're promoting it yeah, I think they were having a Captain Morgan day or something even night yeah. or something like yeah. that 
and I think they had you on with a couple of mermaids to take photos. Yeah. And so. Yeah, I, um, the, um, you know, the uh, mermaids were always a big hit. You know, they were, uh, that's something not everybody, everybody sees. And um, so they, they, they were a big hit. I just got, uh, once I started working on movies, I just don't have time to do bike functions anymore. So have you been enjoying the, the acting life a little bit more? or? Oh, I, I love it. I mean, I thought I had fun all those years as Captain Mango, but acting in movies is like 10 times more fun than, than anything I ever did as Captain Mango. And then now that I've gotten in, involved in uh, Excuse me. Independent Sorry. professional wrestling, that's like 10 times more fun than making a movie. So it's, uh, that's, I, I've been a, been a wrestling fan since I was probably five years old. And um, I, uh, I, 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 I guess I've been a, a student of the business. I, I understand the, uh, the, the business entertainment angle of it, you know. And uh, I've never been athletic enough to ever think about being a professional wrestler, but, uh, and it's so much fun being a being a, a manager. A manager, or, or, yeah. Are they training you in any way in reference to some of the basics? Or yeah, yeah, I've, I've been training, uh, been training some on that because eventually I'm going to have to. Uh, I, I've done, I've, I've thrown a few punches and uh, you know grabbed some legs to trip people, and uh, at some point I'm going to have to take a, a, a bump to uh, just to get the character over, and. Uh, and then uh, the other exciting thing that's coming up in uh, on November 10th, I have a tryout in Las Vegas with Impact Wrestling, which is uh, like um, I guess the the big dog in the business is for a long time has been WWE, but uh, Impact, New Japan, um, Ring of Honor, they're like second tier, but that's still all all TV international. And I've been hearing, I think I spoke to Monique Capri a little bit in reference to the indie circuit, that a, because, and I've had conversations with friends in reference to the, like the indie circuit and the like the minor leagues and so forth right. and so on, that helps a lot of, even though it might not be as big time as Impact Wrestling or the WWE, yeah. but it's something for wrestling fans to still go see. Oh. And it's... Um you know, it, to me, it, to me, it kind of equates to. Um, I'm not. I'm, I don't watch football anymore. But um, you know, it's kind of like watching professional football and watching college football. You know, the, the, the guys playing college football are out there playing the game. You know, they're not. They're not. Um, I want to stay politically correct here, but you know, they're not. They're not uh, in it for the money. Right. And it's kind of the same way in. Um, and independent wrestling. I mean, these guys go out there, and uh, I've I, I've never been never been involved in um, a lot of team sports. So I, I'm not sure how locker rooms work. But man, I can tell you the locker rooms of professional wrestling. Those guys are tight because you know it's a it's a precision. I uh, gotta watch my wording here. Scripted uh, show, but. They, if, if one of them doesn't know what they're doing, somebody can get seriously hurt because of the, uh, you know, just the physicality of the whole, of the whole thing. And uh, you know, these guys would do it 
I, I think some of these guys would do it seven nights a week if they could. Are you worried about that in any way, or no. have they been kind of friendly to you, being up and coming? Oh, it's the locker room. One of the uh, one of the little um, things about professional wrestling is in the locker room. When you come into the locker room, it doesn't matter if you're there for the first night or if you you're a veteran of WWE. When you come in. You go around and you greet everybody. You shake everybody's hand. And I have to tell you from the, the, the first night I walked in to now, they, they accepted me with open arms. And it's, uh, it, it, like I said, the camaraderie is just unbelievable there because it's, uh, it's uh, you know, it's a uh, sports entertainment, but it's, it's dangerous too. And so everybody looks out for everybody. So you, yeah, you're real. I'm trying to make this. Easy. I'm trying not to repeat. You're, okay. You're, you're, you're really enjoying this. You, you. Oh yeah. Oh, it's, it's, yeah. If I could get, if I could get to you know to anybody out there I work with in movies, I, I probably wouldn't. But if I could get enough gigs going with professional wrestling, I don't know, I'd act in a movie again because it's so. You know, when you do a movie, you can work on a movie, and you may not see the final product for a year, year and a half. Uh, you know, it's a delayed stimulus. With professional wrestling, especially with Outbreak Wrestling, I've um, only been doing it since January, but um, when my music starts, they pretty well start booing me before I ever go through the curtain. And so the feedback is just Instantaneous. instant. Instant, yeah. So, um, trying to be a little bit of a devil's advocate here, if they kind of, because you and I are both kind of old schoolers in a way, if they, if the fans nowadays, or at least the older school fans, compare you to like uh, Lou Albano, Captain yeah. Lou Albano, would you take offense to that, or oh, would would you see it as a, a type of compliment? Oh, oh heck no! I, uh, no I, disrespect to yeah. Lou's memory. Oh no! Oh no! I man, if somebody, you know, somebody even even. Uh, you know, put my name in the same sentence with Lou Albano. That'd be that'd be great. What's uh, one one of the interesting facts is I worked for a, a company that has folded now, but they're in the same area as Outbreak Wrestling, and now Outbreak Wrestling is um, going to do their home shows in uh, the Hamburg Fieldhouse. Well, the Hamburg Fieldhouse is where the WWE back in the back in the probably 50s, 60s, 70s. That's where they shot all their. TV shows at, and so it's still that the lighting is there that the man's put up, and um, it's just a, a, a thrill thinking that the shows I watched when I was a kid, I'm performing in the same venue that I was watching those shows 40 years ago, 50 years ago. Yeah, I do congratulate you getting that uh, audition for Impact Wrestling. So, would you say the indie circuit's helping you prepare and get the uh, prepare and kind of work off the uh, the rough edges a little yeah. bit? And it's you know it, it, it's strange how life evolves. Um, I never saw the acting career coming. I never uh, obviously never saw the, uh, the, the wrestling career coming. But um, <coughs> the uh, 
in the movies, I'm usually, because of my age and my face, I don't get romantic leads. I'm usually the serial killer, or the bad guy, or the strange guy down the street. And uh, so I had four or five years of experience of playing a bad guy in the movies. And I've had 50 plus years of being a, a, a big time wrestling fan. You know, and like I said, I, I've always been a, a for lack of a better word, a, a, a student of wrestling. You know, I, I watched it for the for the entertainment, and um, you know, to see what what got over and how it got over, and you know, and things like that. So it was like when this opportunity opened, I was like, I'd had four or five years of training of being a bad guy. I knew the uh, the uh, entertainment value of professional wrestling. And it was just a matter of incorporating the uh, incorporating the two. So it's it's strange how uh, don't know I'd have been able to do it, especially as a heel, had I not had those years of playing a bad guy in the movies. Because it's uh, it's pretty much a, you know pretty much the same thing. You know I, I can uh, when I make the movies I can be sitting here talking to you and I get called on set and the scene can be a gruesome. You know, murder, <laughs> murder scene that I do, and when they call cut, I'm back over here talking to you like this. So it's uh, I can easily turn it on and turn right. it off. You guys can just grab your so uh, what what do you have in the works right now coming out besides the wrestling that you want to? Oh, uh, well, I just uh, picked up a lead in a in a new movie. I don't even know uh, don't even know what the name of it is. The script is written. I'll, I'll get the script here in a week or so. Um, if you can't talk about it, you don't. Yeah, I don't, yeah, I, I right, really, yeah. I really don't know what the name of it is, but I play a, a poacher in the uh, in the movie, and uh, then there's some uh, some works to um, do a movie with a, a fairly well known actor. <laughs> uh, can't, I don't want to mention. Names, but, is uh, he here at the show? Cough, cough. <laughs> Maybe <laughs> he might still be here. Yeah. Um, and if that happens, oh man, to play. How you doing? You know, to uh, even have the opportunity to, if that even happens, to even have the opportunity to act opposite him in a movie. Oh my God, that would be, uh, you know, that that. <laughs> I, I, I tell people because sometimes I get a little overwhelmed with stuff that happens to me because I never saw any of this coming. I never had any acting training. I never, I just go on the fly, you know, and it and it and it works. But um, you know, one thing that, that 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 I tell people is because I, I'll be, you know, people can look it up. I'll, I'll be 68 in a couple months. And so I didn't get into all this crazy stuff till after I was 60 years old. And um, what, I, what I want to tell people, no matter what your age is, don't, I didn't even know this, this, this stuff that's happened to me now wasn't even a dream, you know? Um, so don't ever give up on anything you ever want to do because it's, man, it'll, it'll, it'll happen. And like I said, being being an actor and being a professional wrestling manager wasn't wasn't even ever a dream. Sorry, I, I got distracted for a moment. Oh yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> Too many. Uh, what, what what's that character called? Uh, uh, Harley Quinn. Uh, yeah. 
Oh man, that's <laughs> sorry. Distracted. There, yeah, there's something about that. They they don't. Uh, the cosplayers don't quite look like uh, what's her name in the movie. Right. But that costume is just yeah. Everybody looks good in that. Well, I don't want to say everybody. 99 percent of the females look good in that in that Harlequin. Uh, so, uh, and any tips for those, even though you're, as you said, 68, any tips for those that might be getting to either acting or wrestling that you might have? Oh. Boy, I don't know. It just... Uh, it, it, or any know, advice that you're willing to set on the younger generations that are out there? Don't grow up. It's a scam. Don't grow up. <laughs> and it, where, you, can it, be, you can be, you know, you can be... Uh, you know, as you grow older, you got to be responsible. You know, because you got bills and life and everything like that. But mentally, don't grow up. It's a scam. It's a scam. It's a. And other than four state events, where can we see you uh, next oh, uh, independent yeah. aspect? I do. A, I do horror conventions. Um, oh man, I don't know what I've got on tap. Uh, this is kind of going into, we're into closing in on the end of October, and so the convention... Circuits uh, are dying again, down. Yeah, until so, after the first of the year. So basically, um, I'll put it in the description as well, a link to your uh, the Captain Mango uh, yeah. fan page. So uh, basically, for those listening out there, stick to uh, Captain Mango's Facebook page. A uh, yeah, link will and, be in the uh, and show my, description. And, and, and Jesse L. Green... Um, Facebook page. I, I'm, I haven't gotten real good with social media yet to put it out to all the all the stuff. But um, I'm getting getting real close to 5,000 friends. So I gotta I gotta decide what I'm gonna do here real soon. But um, even if you're not a, even if you're uh, not a friend, just go to Jesse L. Green's uh, Facebook page, and I post on there what I'm what I'm gonna be doing. Me personally, I don't like to put personal pages on, yeah. uh, just in case because of security and oh, privacy. I don't, so. Yeah. So who, who wants to stalk me? You know, <laughs> if I look like these girls running around here, yeah, I can. Under, but who's going to stalk a pirate? <laughs> One thing I wanted to mention that I do, that I do have coming up. Um, when will this come out? Um, I'm not. Sure. So just, be, just, okay, it'll be just, a little bit. Yeah. Okay. I shot a video with uh, a country artist, Erica Sunshine Lee, back in June or July in, in August, uh, a music video for one of her songs. And I was hoping it'd be released already, but uh, from what I understand from her, it's going to be released in about a week and a half. And it's uh, it's the song is called uh, Bad Bitch. And... Um, when it comes out, it's going to be one of my one of my things I'm most proud of working on. It was uh, professionally done by uh, by a company in Nashville, and um, I'd like to add a little bit bigger part in it, but you know, it's not my video. <laughs> but uh, it it was I've seen it. It it was so professionally done, and it's that, that's going to be one of my prouder prouder. So, things. folks, depending on when this comes out, stay tuned for it. Either stay tuned for it or Keep an eye out. Keep an eye, an eye out, out for it. For it. Yeah. But her name, you, great artist. She's got like seven or eight albums out. Just hasn't made the 
the jump yet. And um, but her name is Erica Sunshine Lee. Go go like her uh, business page. You won't be disappointed in in her music. But uh, the video should be out in about a week and a half. All right, about a week and a half. And I do thank you, Jesse. Oh, thank you, uh, man. It's been an honor. Oh, I have fun doing these. Things. Oh, I I do. It's a Lanco Mafia podcast. You screaming up. You're listening to the Long Coat Mafia, Capish. Okay, welcome back. I hope you enjoyed wandering down memory lane with us. But uh, before I continue with the rest of the show, I want to know why all of you idiots out there, for the past month and change, I've been putting out these retrospective episodes, trimming down the, the intros, outros, and using a kind of a... Uh, substitute for intro music and outro music for the episodes. But it took me a month and change, almost two months, to realize the kind of the welcome back message that I've been using is the same message or the same damn thing I've been using as the kind of the intro music for the retrospectives. Why didn't you all tell me? Ah, oh, geez, Louise, you could have sent an email using Longcoat Mafia Podcast at Gmail. Or say Longcoat Mafia at Gmail dot com. You could have left us a message on the Podbean uh, website that we have. You could have hell. You could have went to uh, t- our Twitter and say, "Hey, are, are you editing these things while you're dead ass tired?" Well, yes, I am. Two. Didn't you? I, it's been a month and a half. Why? Why aren't you realizing this? Do something, and I want to do something. Well, it's too goddamn late now. Still, <laughs> still, you guys could have told me. All you out there, all of you. I'm looking at you, including you. Yeah, you. Don't blame that person. I'm blaming you. But, and don't you dare try to blame the Fay. You know, I. It, this is not the work of gnomes. Leprechauns, elves, fairies, pixies, fairy godparents, unicorns, house elves. It doesn't matter. They're not a part of this. I'm blaming all of you. So, being that as it may, again, uh, I say it in jest and love. I appreciate you guys listening and bearing with us this far, but... But uh, I want to let you guys know we do have a partner. It is W Energy. If you if you want to buy uh, a tub of du- uh, W's uh, stuff or what have you, shakers, stickers, or whatever, uh, head on over to W.GG. It's D-U-B-B-Y.GG. And at checkout, uh, entering code LCM Podcast, and you'll get 10% off your order. Now, uh, if what they sell is a little expensive uh i understand but if you want to still send us a, a couple of bucks our way uh we do have a tip jar it's our gofundme link in the description description and remember we do have a couple of challenges in regards to that one of which is if uh we hit uh over a thousand dollar goal that's right if we break one thousand dollars uh i will uh for the show uh, the main episodes that we will uh, be putting out weekly. Uh, when I say this will be for the video portion, heck, I might screen grab it and put it on our uh, 
uh, our Instagram and Twitter and our threads, uh, everything else, all that our social media, uh, because those of you who listen to our main episodes on a weekly basis, I'm thank you for all that. Uh, no, when I close out the show, I say I'm a gamer and I'm wearing a bikini. I'll make sure that's true. Now, now, if you don't want to see me in a ba- bikini or say a bikini top, you ha- at, when you fu- submit those funds, uh, I'll say this: Let the bidding war begin. Let the bidding war begin. Put it in the description. Hey, here's you know X amount. We don't want to see you in a bikini top. We don't want to see that crap. Um, as I also was discussing with another friend, it's like, will you be going full dusty roads? And I'll say, ah, but you have to put funds in the tip jar in order for you to actually know if I'll go dusty roads or not. So, uh, and we our $5,000 goal, if we hit, hit it that far, uh, combined when we break that goal, uh, I will do some sort of uh, stupid TikTok dance in said bikini. Uh, now if, uh, we hit or break 10 grand, I will get two tattoos. Uh, it probably can't really do two at the same time. Uh, one of which is going to be, uh, the green lantern, a green lantern tattoo with a semicolon in it. And underneath that, the words keep on swimming. So if you guys want to see that, we have to, we got to start hitting this tip jar. Uh, but uh, if you don't want to contribute to the tip jar, even if it's a buck or two, but you still want to continue supporting the channel, uh, we do have a Patreon. There's only one tier, it's three bucks a month, but I, I'm cons- I still want to keep a m- bunch of stuff going in that so you guys get a lot of content that way for your money. So um, I got to keep hitting that. So folks, remind me, uh, if you do subscribe to us on our Patreon Please, uh, if you're able to post whatever stuff that's up there, comment, 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 and uh, eventually I'll see it and I'll post up and we'll interact. Uh, some of the other st- um, stuff that you get for your $3 is that you'll see the uh, uh, full episodes, uh, videos before they go live on YouTube. You'll get your names like a, a, either a title card or an end card when we do... Uh, some video put up clips or full videos will put a card uh, card up saying special thanks to our patreons and your your screenings will be there uh, plus uh, uh, whatever comments silly things you want to put in the comments we'll put the we'll read those on uh, for whatever record the next episode we'll say hey we got a bunch of comments on you know our patreon plus and then more uh, so Heck, we might post a few photos before they go on to Instagram. So in order to do that and everything else, you have to support us. Uh, but again, uh, even though I make it, I'm trying to push it. It's part of my job to push those things. If you can't, I will say this. You could help us out. If funds are so tight, you need every dime. You need every penny. I get it. I understand. Sasha gets it. She understands. Hell, Big Candy and his family gets it they understand if big candy was here he'll get say the same thing and he'll agree with me saying hey if every dime in your funds in your coffers needs to count to keep your family fed a roof over your head bills gas in your car and fine keep every dime keep any penny you could support us by sharing the videos 
uh, and sharing the audio, sharing our uh, the links, the memes, the sharing that stuff, subscribing to us on YouTube, on Google Podcasts, on Apple Podcasts, on uh, wherever podcasts are found, subscribing to us there. Hell, subscribing to us on Podbean, listening to us. All that helps us. Uh, hitting that like bar, that dislike bar, leaving com- comments, all that freaking counts. So please help us uh, by doing that. Please help us. Uh, if it's not monetary, help us by hitting that subscribe button, that like button, that follow button. All that helps. All our links are in the description down below. Plus, our email, as always, is longcoatmafia at gmail.com. So that being said, see you next episode. We might have one. Uh, there's a special three-year uh, anniversary bonus perspective I want to get out before uh, Tuesday. But uh, uh, there's another one probably be hitting uh, Saturday, if not Sunday. Uh, so either way, I'll get the final two out to the rest of you. So either way, take care. I am out of here. You've been listening to the Long Coat Mafia Podcast, the Internet's most hated and mafia-themed geek podcast.